0: hi everybody thank you for always being part and parcel of our digital community welcome to yet another wonderful episode of digital parenting with me Evelyn Casina. I am excited to be interviewing a very interesting woman Kenyan and she is in aviation she's been in this industry for more than 15 years she is a businesswoman she's an artist so she told me part of her her free time she likes doing art which is really amazing I saw some of her art uh displayed by her husband and i was like wow amazing stuff and i know she will tell us more about it and away from her career she is a daughter a sister a wife and a mother to a seven-year-old boy called milan so she has dared to go abroad she is successfully working in the middle east for nearly five years and today she is just going to talk to us about managing to parent away from the country and what kind of support systems she has been able to put in place Brenda, thank you so much for being our guest today, Karibu Sana. Thank you for having me. I will begin by asking you the emotions. When you realize that you have to work away from your family, how was that? Just bring for us a picture of the beginning. Well, let me start from
1: the time that I got the offer to move. So I just had a baby. I was uh, working from home at the time in my previous company. Out of nowhere, I got this email from a job I'd applied for like several years ago and finally now they're interested in calling me in for an interview. Well, the timing was quite uh, strange considering I don't want to leave this baby at this time. He's not even one year old yet. So it wasn't the perfect time to be thinking of moving to a different country. Anyway, so I decided to attend the interview just to see how it goes and uh along the line i got the offer wow so this offer said you have to move to work in this country um my first question of course was can i bring my baby and my husband along so they said well that's not a problem but in the meantime for the first like three months you have to come settle in get the id get the housing everything sorted out before you can start the process of bringing them in so here I was with my emotions all over the place. So I'm thinking, wow, who am I going to leave my baby with? And then, you know, the way everyone will always tell you, "Um, if you
0: leave your baby, imagine he's going to forget you. And
1: that was my greatest fear.
0: Wow. Yes, because like, he was barely a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So with people telling me, oh, he'll forget you.
1: He'll just be used to the people around him. I said, no, surely I can't do this to him. Yeah. So there's that heartbreak of leaving the baby. Mm-hmm. Then there is... I'm scared. I don't know what to expect in the Middle East because I'm moving there all alone. I don't have any family there. So how am I going to survive? Well, my husband kept telling me, you know what, you go. We can hack it. I'll take care of him. So in the process, I was asking different people, oh, what do you think, what do you think? The first person I asked was my mother. She said, what do you think? okay what's the best thing for your baby right now do you think your husband will be comfortable with you being away and living such a young baby the husband
0: (laughs) is more than comfortable he was actually
1: (laughs) the one one saying why would you want to lose this opportunity just go i'm here i'm the dad yeah
0: that's amazing
1: the other thing i was thinking of was should i take the baby to live with my mother should i leave him with my mother-in-law There's so many things going on in my head but the one decision we made and stuck with was that we were going to leave him at home with my husband mm-hmm. there is a nanny to take care of him and look after the house and everything but he's not going to live with like a relative while his father is there
0: yeah so well wow i mean I'm, I'm i'm getting impressed because i think that's that that support that your husband actually even just gave you and showed you it was it was helping you calm down and understand that you know you go you know take this opportunity it's a very good opportunity for, for the whole family but also your parents your your mother-in-law your and your mom they were here so if anything he can always call upon them right and i yeah, hope yeah, that yeah. is what he still does <laughs> <laughs>
1: In as much as he doesn't like to uh, (laughs) ask them, when he's having parenting issues, he would rather call and ask me what do you think about this, what do we do, we'd rather have a video call and discuss the problem, but you know, at least he always has a backup, I know at the back of my mind that he has a backup, he can always call any of the moms at any moment.
0: And also, in any case, it's not that you being in the Middle East means that you cannot uh, participate. You've, we've just, just been laughing about us being in the same time zone, so it's very comfortable mm-hmm. for both of you. When you wake up, you can wake up and do routines with him. He can feel your vibrations. He can feel your presence. He can talk to you right now. But let me take you back again to that moment where, okay, fine, the job has been, you've been confirmed and you've been told you have to move into the Middle East. How much time were you given to go? How much time was that?
1: So for the job I had at the time, I had to give a three-month notice. Now, the offer came in October and they want me to report in January, which was not exactly three months, so I shortened it, I said, okay, I'll give a one-month notice, mm-hmm. yeah? So, between this October and uh, January, I have to put everything in order, see that I bring in a nanny who is actually going to bond with this boy, to an extent that even when I'm not there, I know he's in good hands, if the dad is not at home, and then, uh, you know, these motherly things, like, he was still breastfeeding at the time, so I have to slowly get him off that breastfeeding mode yes (laughs) Yes. I hear you (laughs) and get him to learn how to sleep without mommy next to him it wasn't easy by the way I
0: I I can't imagine it was because I think one of the things that I also struggled with was um trying to get my son off my boob when I realized I was pregnant with my daughter it was really (laughs) difficult it was very very difficult but I I believe that for you even it was not the difficulty was more emotional right just seeing you know
1: what he, he never stopped until the last day when i was leaving <laughs>
0: that is so
1: amazing i, mean, <laughs> he never stopped. The, I couldn't you know, see the baby crying <laughs> you know that's true that's true so i continued all the way till the last minute then now i'm the one who was suffering when i got here because hey my boobs are full of milk <laughs>
0: i can imagine so did you have to take any kind of medication those stop?
1: pills i was given i can't remember the name but there were there were some pills i got from the doctor yeah. like to reduce the milk production but now these pills also come with their own side effects as through most medicines
0: okay talk to us about that process what happened uh,
1: this is what the doctor told me so mm-hmm. when you take these pills um they're going to make you feel a bit you know, like fatigued, and then uh, they might make you feel a bit disoriented. So in the mind I was like, wow, I'm starting a new job. And here I am taking pills with a side effect of making me disoriented. How is this going to go? So I used to take it every other morning. And true enough, it would make me feel kind of like I'm having a little bit of cramps. I'm tired. Uh, mm -hmm. But with, with time, it just wore away. I got used to it. And the milk also like dried up.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. i can't imagine that was was easy for you but so when you went there how long did it take for you to settle just mentally and physically and then into the job as well how long was that process for you
1: Hmm. i must say that was an ongoing process i can't exactly tell the time that i settled if i ever did (laughs) every day was a new experience in itself okay uh okay first I've landed into a place where the culture is different. You know how in Nairobi, everything is just, what I can say is you're just free.
0: Yes, and very fast.
1: Exactly. So if you want to dress in anything in Nairobi, you can do that. But here, no, you have to be modest. You have to cover up.
0: Yeah. And had you prepared yourself for the cultural change before you went? Well, yeah, that
1: one—they'd yeah. already given me like a, rebiff, a debrief before what to expect, okay. what not to do, what to do.
0: Okay, but it's still and different then, when you experience it because it's one thing. It's to different you when you these.
1: experience it, and when you read about it, different <laughs> things. Yes.
0: And how soon was it till you met somebody who is maybe Kenyan or somebody from Africa where you could like share similar cultures and you know you can talk about things that you know you're uncomfortable about or comfortable about? How long did it take for you to acclimate with the environment? Uh, That
1: one was at least within a week I'd met several people that had worked with in my previous airline. Oh nice. Who who had also moved here. Mm -hmm. So for that that part I was okay. Mm -hmm. I had people around me that had known from before. Now, the only problem with that was most of them hmm. were guys. <laughs>
0: Interesting, oh no,
1: okay. I didn't have like a female, a mother, who I could share the strange things I'm going through. Exactly. Someone I can tell, oh, my milk is spilling out. Oh, I'm feeling like this. No, because these guys will not understand when I start talking about such
0: things. <laughs> no, they would not. Oh yes. my goodness. That must have been so strange for you it was <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i mean the things that women go through oh my i think it's only another woman who has either similarly gone through something of the same Yes, sometimes you understand.
1: can tell someone something and they look at you and talk like, What did you just say?
0: You look crazy. So you know what it would
1: take a fellow mother to understand what you're talking about?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, my boobs are leaking. Like, literally, yeah, then someone exactly. will be like, Excuse me, what did you just say? Yeah.
1: Like, how did that happen? Are yeah. you feeling anything? I don't want to be asked such questions, so I rather not say it.
0: Exactly. Wow. I mean, and even the support, because sometimes it would happen like in a, in a public place, and then yes. people are looking at like you. At um, by the way, you are wet. You are leaking, mm-hmm. and you don't know what. I mean, the support that an, another fellow woman would give you immediately, when without asking questions. But a dude would just stare. It's like okay, <laughs> so what are we supposed to do? They here? really don't know what to do. They do not know what to do so initially when you when you got there um how often would you call home i'm i'm curious how many phone calls you would make to Hillary in a day
1: (laughs) (laughs) well the thing about hillary and i is even from way 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 before Mm -hmm. we uh, we've always had this communication thing Mm -hmm. the whole day we will be in constant whatsapping mode okay like he literally knows it's at every minute of my day, I know every minute of his day, so that's okay. Mm. The same continued through that period. Wow. Like I would WhatsApp him every other minute, how is he? Is he sleeping? Has he fed? Has he done what?
0: Wow. Yeah. And, and, and is- then also me and
1: my mom are very tired, so every other day I'll still call my mother.
0: <laughs> of course, jump <laughs> for <get> those people. <laughs> You know, that's one funny
1: thing my mom used to tell me, even from way before, from from before I changed jobs and moved. Mm -hmm. Like, the first time I finished my maternity leave and reported back to work, Mm -hmm. when I was still back in Nairobi, that is. Mm -hmm. The first time I went back to work, that was like the longest day in the office. Why? I kept imagining, oh, how is my baby? You see, that's the first day I'm leaving him since the time I gave birth. Yeah, how is my baby? Is he sleeping? Did he drink the milk? Oh, does he have enough milk? So my mom told me one thing. You know what? Mm-hmm. You are not the first woman to have given birth.
0: <laughs> I know. By the way. No. So relax.
1: Others have been through this before. They have yeah, made it. You will yeah, make it.
0: Absolutely, and I think that is just encouraging because I I know for first your first children, I you you jitter about everything when they have a slight cold, when they just lose. exactly when you leave their yeah. site and then you're not very sure. Did they fall? Did they not fall? Are they are they hungry? Are they crying? Oh,
1: I mean, is crazy. the nanny really taking care of him? Yes, oh, did I she know. drop him?
0: Yeah, such wow. things. <laughs> You're all, almost having palpitations every other minute. Exactly. <laughs> I know that and I think I relate completely. Um, I carried
1: that line from her into the time when now I moved out of the country. Oh wow. I, at the back of my mind I always remembered, you're not the first woman to do this. You have managed, you will manage
0: oh absolutely and you see the good thing is that you you have a support system so you're not going and feeling like you're you're like abandoning people you know that they're not taken care of and you know what i thank technology and these are the times i keep saying we need to harness technology as much as possible because imagine you remember those days when people used to go to the states and they would write letters and imagine how long you're going to wait
1: for several months before that gets to you
0: yeah it takes time and then yahoo came and then not very many people could access (laughs) like technology in itself you have to go to a cyber again that was another process but then now you can imagine even if you're not video conferencing or even sending a a voice note you can always chat but Mm -hmm. the fact that you're on whatsapp um and it's just like that constant communication things have been made so simple and so easy
1: let me tell you, my husband, I've always told my husband, me and technology are not friends Okay. (laughs) since before, I've just never been interested in the tech side of things but Mm -hmm. with time of course technology has taken over the world so whether you like it or not, you have to just get into the mix of it
0: and I'm going to ask you because you have a boy and he's 7 and I'm sure he plays games, Mm doesn't he? he asks you to buy for him stuff. Doesn't he be... Talking with- of games,
1: let me tell you what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to technology again. Yes. Oh, I yeah. actually play video games with him when I'm here at his home.
0: Absolutely.
1: He'll tell me, Mom, I have this new video game on the laptop, come. So he'll just place the phone there, I'm on video call, I can see the screen, or he'll tell me to join from my laptop and connect with you.
0: So we still play the same game together. You see, you're bonding with him, and and when it is game time, you do game night with him. I'm sure Mm. you can also do, like, you can zoom in and, um, do a movie with him as well
1: yes exactly and so it's are- like we are all together having a movie night it's the difference is just we're in different locations
0: exactly and you know i love that because it's it's showing like you you're so intentional and and so in touch with what they're doing and they also know what you're doing at the same time and so your parenting is not been affected by the fact that you're not with them in the same space right no it hasn't wow it hasn't. i mean not at I- all so, I think you have to revert that statement of you are not a technology person because you've been in <laughs> circumstances to be had to, I've yeah. had to learn <laughs> by Yeah, and so because you'd already started like engaging with tech way before because you had to engage with it earlier when you moved. Did, mm-hmm. COVID, did the COVID situation, for instance, change anything in your space? You know what?
1: Mm-hmm. The way people say that COVID uh, brought a negative side to it, for me it actually worked in the opposite way. Let wow. me tell you how. Mm-hmm. For me it worked positively because most flights were grounded on this side and uh, we had to work from home. There was a lockdown. So even if I wanted to be online with my son the whole day on video, the whole day, mm-hmm. I will still be online with him. Yes, I'm working on my laptop, but I'm on yeah. video call with him the whole day. All I need is Wi Fi and the charge phone yeah
0: that's very
1: true so i ended up spending more time with him than i would do on normal days
0: oh wow yeah by the way because we were also experiencing lockdown as well here, yes so exactly so he's home the whole
1: day I'm home the whole day you can spend yeah, the whole day together absolutely the only thing was that i couldn't go home as often as i used to and they also couldn't come beside so oh, we, yeah. d- we couldn't be together physically but
0: the time was still. it was more either way yes and I think I like that. So for you, the only thing, and I, and I think that is something that um, affected very many people who are outside the country, that the fact the fact that we had like this global lockdown the first time, the mm. physical presence is what was really affected. Yes. And so, Normally, and
1: then, I would go home like every other month or even uh, two weeks, three weeks.
0: Oh, wow. That often. Anyway, you're in the aviation industry, so why am I asking that often?
1: How now when the lockdown came,
0: I couldn't did he understand i feel like even i had to start explaining to my children why i'm at home a lot um when schools were like literally shut down abruptly we also had to explain that process and the fact that now when we go out we have to have masks but either way there's no going out because even restaurants were closed play areas were closed how was how did you explain to him what was what you were experiencing in the Middle East and how he was experiencing COVID here?
1: You know, first of all, us guys here went on lockdown before Kenya did. Before the lockdown began, in my mind I thought, why don't I bring them this side
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that even if the country locks borders, we are all here together. Uh-huh. But then again, well immigration rules here they, they didn't allow non-residents to come before
0: oh, yeah.
1: and then again the fact that it was a school term so i couldn't just pull him out of school because kenya was still not under lockdown I couldn't just pull him out of school and make him travel to be here with me.
0: Right now, are the policies in terms of the way, because I'm seeing still the borders have been open, but these restrictions of you have to be tested, and sometimes when you go to your side, are people being put on man- mandatory quarantine? Are you still experiencing that difficulty in terms of your movement, even at the moment?
1: For me, I, I can come home. I've been home uh, like three or four times. Okay. I can come home without the need for quarantine because from this side, we are fully vaccinated. And now, if uh, my husband and my son want to come this side, they would have to go through quarantine. Now so considering that, and I don't want them to oh stay with a kid in quarantine and all that. I would rather be the one coming to Nairobi
0: yeah, than come and travel
1: this side. It's easier yeah. that to- way.
0: Oh, interesting. I mean, I didn't know first and foremost that your country was on lockdown before I was. I didn't know that. So, do you feel like feel like you made any mistakes in terms of your transition to work? If if you made any mistakes, how did you manage them?
1: Well, do I really think I made any mistakes? No, I didn't make any mistakes
0: mm-hmm.
1: because. Uh, In as much as it was hard leaving home, things worked out positively in the end. Here I was not seeing my son, but somehow, uh, after staying here for a while, I was able to get them now to start coming to visit me whenever school was closed and it became much easier with time.
0: And do you feel like um, now he has grown, do you feel like he encourages you to continue just pursuing your dream? To continue working is the support now also graduating from your husband now to your son oh
1: yes 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 <laughs> tell us <laughs> I how do you do. Of that course, i do for career. him i do to build, a, build a, a better life for him yeah yeah So that's the biggest inspiration. Otherwise, I would just have given up everything and said, ah, let me go back home and chill, you know.
0: So, um, just before we started this recording, I was laughing and asking you about, um, homework. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, tell us how your day starts and how you synchronize it with your family here.
1: Okay, basically, my day here starts from, like, 5 in the morning. So, by the time I wake up and prepare and go to work, is about now, that's the time when Milan is waking up on the other side to prepare for school. So, after he finishes preparing and is waiting for the bus, we'll do a video call. So, I get the chance every morning to see him off virtually to school. Oh,
0: that's
1: brilliant. Really so, we'll start in the morning, or oh, I'll pray with him in the morning, walk him off to the bus up to the moment he'll get in and say,
0: bye, mommy. Yes so
1: i still get that chance to at least spend the morning with him before he goes to school prepare him in some way
0: that's amazing and and i'm sure then your husband also plays that role in terms of allowing you to to be in the space virtually because he's with him physically yes so uh do his friends ever ask him how do his friends react in school has he ever told you what kind of questions he's asked by his friends
1: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> what do he his friends
1: ask how come your mommy doesn't come to school with your dad when we have meetings? Aha.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So he's explained to them, oh, my mom lives away, she lives in Qatar. And then also when they close school and he comes here, that's before COVID happened. Every time he closed school, he was here with me. So he would go tell his friends stories so, of,
0: oh, I went to Qatar, I saw this, I saw this. Um, ideally, when we we'll would get out of school and then we will say, Asisi but I don't know. We went to the mall somewhere. Your child is talking about Qatar and what he saw. I mean, the kind of things he experienced, and I think his 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 holiday compositions would be richer than right. <laughs> I feel like that is like an advantage that he gets, which is really good anyway. Because I mean, it's the balance. Uh, I He's ideally really a child like, of
1: two worlds.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yes. um i want you to talk to us about um how your career has progressed since you started and what you what what you would tell a a mother who is in a similar position or somebody who would really want to just go out of the country to pursue um, their career or education, and they have family, what advice would you have for them? But first, tell us how your career has been progressing. Uh,
1: since I relocated, this is what I would say. In Kenya, when I was in Kenya, even though it's still the same field, in Kenya, you know, you're dealing with a more domestic view or an African view mm-hmm. of things. so when you move here you're now working on an international field you have more experience from different cultures there are different ways of handling the same issues in every way then i've managed to at least grow from one level to the other financial goals have been met And, uh, yeah, at least we've been able to make a few investments here and there. This is what I would say. Whatever you want to be in this world, whatever heights you want to achieve, don't limit yourself to one place. It might seem like such a hassle to move from one country to another, but hey, go for it. You know what your wildest dream? Achieve that dream. Nothing is out of your reach.
0: That is very true. I keep telling myself, um, and if I fail, at least I tried. So why don't I just go for it anyway? Because I don't know what that will have for me. I will fail or I will succeed. Let's
1: aim for the sun.
0: Yes. Even if I don't reach
1: for the even if I don't reach the sun, I'll still land on the clouds.
0: You know, and it's where you are gotten somewhere. (laughs) Yes, you'll have moved from where you are. So there is this thing that um over the last like one month i've been receiving very i would call them peculiar because i'm african okay or our new time advancements where as a mother i am being i am being forced to look at things differently from a global view and try and see how i can how these nuances are coming to distort our culture or our worldview. you are a mother Mm -hmm. and then there are all these nuances of you know children who are struggling with identity issues you know, um, children who are overly exposed to technology. And when you look at like us here, yes, we are, we have children who are exposed to technology, but not like where you are, right? Or <laughs> even just like the global space. Because if you look at now, a child who is in a private school here, yes, they have access to technology and all, but it is not the same. But those children, when they get to the internet, they're in the same space. So how have you been managing issues of identity, issues of um, technology and screen time, and then remembering that you are Away from your son physically but yet you're parenting online how do you help yourself cope with these nuances you're in, you're in a different country than your husband and your child is here, and telling you you know i'm i'm not sure who i am <laughs> <laughs> with your openness and being a global citizen now how do you handle such kind of things
1: uh, first let me give two examples of things i I, I, I saw here that back home would be considered, you know what, back home in Kenya, yes. when you get a baby,
0: yes. most mothers,
1: what we do is we will cover up this baby thoroughly. I mean, asigongo na maridi, you know.
0: <laughs> yes. yes.
1: You have yes. several shoals with you, you have yes. a board, everything.
0: You'd rather so deal have... with the heat rush than deal with, exactly. the
1: deal with the heat rush. Now I got here, you go to the mall, first of all, for they really love the AC. Okay. So you go into a mall, you find the food, the AC at like twenty degrees, huh? okay. okay. And then you meet these ladies with their Tiny, tiny babies who are like less than one year or something. And it's just all he's wearing is a diaper and a vest in that freezing cold. So uh, I used to ask myself, and this kid's going to get sick. I I mean, I remember how much we wrap up our kids back home and then this. No, I'm not
0: bringing my kid to this, (laughs) but So that was that was one of the cultural differences that you saw
1: yeah and then the way in schools here yeah, you know okay it's a it's a muslim country yes so the boys will wear the kanzus to school as in that's uniform those white kanzus. so i was thinking my goodness so if my kid comes to study here he has to wear this it's but so you nice. know the surprising part is that the first time my son came here he liked when he saw the boys wearing that he was he really loved it, so I had to get him his own. <laughs> Every time we'd leave the house, he will wear his, and he feel so proud wearing it. And then. Uh... Just the way people bring up their kids, it's it's different. You know, back home, there's, there's a way, as a mom, you'll just give your kid this look that tells them, behave. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah,
0: exactly. laughs> it's just the eyes that speak.
1: <laughs> no, you don't need to say anything. Just the eyes will tell you.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: And then you come here where, well, it's like the parents really i don't want to use the words don't care but mm-hmm. they're very offhandish i don't know yeah. what to use they are not uh, that involved in most of the child's upbringing is basically up to the nannies in as much as we also have nannies and all back home but we are still very much involved in that bringing for kids so you come here to a place where it's the nanny who knows all. Oh, when the kids are out in, playing in the park, they're mm-hmm. the ones who are running after them to make sure they don't get hurt. Oh, making sure they have snacks, making sure they have everything. Mm-hmm. As an African mom, I would be the one who's most involved in my kids' life than, yeah, leave it in the hands of someone else. And then you spoke of technology also. Mm-hmm. The kids here, most of the time, will go out to the park. Well, it's a nice green field, and you expect. That kids would be playing around, playing football, jumping around, but no, most of the time they're on their phones playing a video game instead. Technical sided than back home, where kids are more, you know, nature loving and loving yeah. the open fields, and yeah.
0: yeah, but even the technology here, I can assure you, has started even just like the playgrounds have been overwhelmed and taken over by technology because you Mm find them in in small groups. Exactly. Over over one (laughs) phone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean in my head you're
1: thinking, my goodness, if this was my child, the things I'd be doing in this field.
0: Yeah, the advantages of what we used to do with time at our time at our age growing up. I mean so different from now.
1: Choose to go back to our time any day. The life they have now is boring. What we had was fun.
0: Yeah, so and that's why we have to create a balance. I keep saying we really yeah. need to strike balances because it can't be like technology is, we agree it is good and everything, but it can't be what is driving and fueling our daily no, life. There this time my son insisted, I need a computer, I need a computer. And mm-hmm. I get us together. What does this boy need a computer for? For, yes. <laughs> and what was your response <laughs> so we finally gave in
1: to his pleas okay. <laughs> he brought him a computer and then this is what happened every evening he would come back from school mm-hmm. he will not even remove the uniform no the first place he will run to is the, the computer. computer oh suzui, he has which and which game that he wants to play <laughs> then he's on youtube i don't know watching what animation I said wow this thing is going to take over his life then again there's always that fear of this is The internet, what material is he consuming? Start putting controls into what you're allowing them. Yes, give them the freedom to, I don't know, go onto the computer and play their games, but put controls
0: absolutely and so I they're see, not viewing the wrong
1: material
0: i keep seeing your husband putting posts of engagements like the kind of engagements that they would have together and at least it's not somebody i mean i i kind of feel like your son is not somebody who's just been left alone with the gadgets like as in it has its controls and their conversations happening within yes. the home on what he can access except
1: for the one time he changed the password and locked all of us out exactly
0: and by the way you know what that is just being a boy because the other day my son was telling me well you parents he was hearing me advising a parent on putting controls on I think it was an email address or something and mm-hmm. you keep saying, but we know how to get to remove those things. So why do you- Exactly. And that as
1: and much less less as we try and hide some things, they will always find a way to hack it out.
0: Exactly. So just talk to them, you know, just keep having conversations, just talk and talk and talk, you Yes. Know? This weekend, um my husband punished my, my children, both of them. Because they've been they've been playing we've been allowing them to play this game called Roblox and I think that's ah, you game know game.
1: Roblox. <laughs>
0: it is in every house in this world. My goodness
1: <laughs> every evening when I'm on video with Milan, that's the one you know, I'm playing Roblox. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. In fact, <laughs> when I
0: was doing research on it, I was like fifty-three million accounts. Fifty-three. I mean, and it's and it's a. a these are statistics that are growing, and I'm like, "Okay, my children are making that fifty-three million, whatever." Even told me to
1: open an account <laughs> on Roblox. So that you a can play with me.
0: Playing together. I hear you. So there are games that they play which are nice, but there are some that are very violent, and I hear yeah. they started having a violent behavior towards each other so they are constantly fighting they're constantly talking to each other in like a way that we are not agreeing with and then my husband on friday told them that uh, so there are no screens we've not had a screen on from <laughs> friday and friday is the one day when they come home like they're oh gosh yes they're yes, ready yeah. for it so they were told there's no screen um uh, you people you're being punished to play with each other so that you learn how to play with each other respectfully so i was bursting out laughing so yeah. saturday by lunchtime, time hey, people were looking like they're they're about to die (laughs) Mommy, I promise we are going to behave I was not part of this discussion Uh, Me, I give different kind of punishments So, people have to suffer through this punishment You have to persevere for 72 hours So, you could see them on their watches And they're struggling So, Saturday went And today, it's been the same So, at least today They decided, hey, we have bikes and we have skates So, which ones do we go use? They decided to go use their bikes And at Mm -hmm. least there was something that they did But yesterday, they looked like their lives were literally coming to an end Like in the evening, (laughs) people were in tears they're like we promise we shall not hit each other we shall not talk to each other badly and i was like is this because of gaming and tv like you people are behaving like this because of the screen the things you watch yeah and i'm like just do something act you know go cook an egg something but they're like but that will just take two minutes (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I hear you. And I don't know how even in this age we are going to control screen time. Because it's just the games they are playing. Like they are coming from school and the first thing they have to do. They have not even removed their uniform. They want Mm. to play Roblox. I don't know how we are going to manage. But I keep telling myself that uh, if we can't beat them, we join Join them. them. So I think maybe the resolution that you and I can make here is we just create accounts. So probably you and I can start teaming up and play on roblox yeah exactly
1: So <laughs> at least you're sure you know what exactly that thing is about right
0: i think it is for me i just keep saying i need to start playing this roblox to understand what it is because it seems to be something taking i over didn't know lives.
1: the 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 vast uh fan fan following of roblox
0: it is really okay. huge and and you see really our huge. children who are under 10 that is their thing and then children who are above like um 10 11 12 there it's tiktok so their parents who Oh, tiktok yes so their parents who they are pulling their TikTok. heads out to because of tiktok and then there are us who are pulling our heads out because of roblox so it's it's the same thing so i keep telling parents just go on tiktok also so that you can find out most of the kids say that they are just following other people so initially they would not start posting but of course you know when you start seeing somebody dancing you want to dance and mm-hmm. then when you realize that you're dancing really nicely, you want to post it. And then yes. when when you start realizing, oh, people are liking my people are liking it, <laughs> you want to post again. And you want, and we need to just get into that space so that we can see what they see. But that is a resolution I plan to to see through. So you and I, let's just decide here and now, we are opening Roblox accounts, right? <laughs> oh yes, of
1: course. <laughs> I will
0: befriend you, and you will befriend me. It's an inevitable
1: thing. part of my
0: life. <laughs> I think so, and especially for you because also some of your game nights you have to to use technology during yes games. yeah yeah it's been really fun talking to you do you have any advice that you would tell fellow parents first and foremost who are working away from their families and people who would want to pursue careers outside the
1: country my first advice would be uh, if you take the path of pursuing a career outside the country please make sure that what you leave behind is a strong support system absolutely because that will also keep your mind at ease you'll manage to focus on what actually took you out of the country because you're not worrying every other minute of your day about the people you've left behind. So a strong support system will help your kid whom you've left at home Plus will also help you. Oh, yeah. Your mind is more focused, your mind is at ease, you're peaceful. Yes, exactly. You have to take care of yourself in as much as the people you have to take care of. Then the other thing I'll say is uh there are more opportunities out here. However, make your decision wisely. Know what you're getting yourself into. Don't just find, let's say, an agent who will tell you, oh, I'm recruiting to go here and here, and you don't see any papers, you don't know the a clear definition of what you're going to do and what the conditions are are like so before you leave your home to go be sure you know what you're getting yourself into take care of yourself if something doesn't feel right for you leave it it's better for you to face certain troubles when you're back in your home country than when you're in another man's land
0: that's really really great advice and thank you so much for taking your precious sunday afternoon with us it's been fun i mean i've loved talking to you. This is one podcast I've been laughing because I'm so relating with you on so many levels. <laughs> it's really been like a fun conversation. Thank you so much. And I hope you who is out there listening and there are certain things that have been, you know, affecting you. There is support out there. Um, create your own support system at home. Take care of other people, but remember to take care of yourself. And because we are still living in a pandemic season, please remember to put on your mask. Please remember to sanitize as much as possible um have social distance and take care of the people you love and take care of each other because this is one of the ways that we are able to uh beat this pandemic and if you have not taken your vaccination it is imperative of you to take it so thank you so much and remember to subscribe to our channel so that you're always getting notifications on our new topics and see you next week